Hello and welcome to yet another episode of BS Commentaries, a very special uh, animated adventure today. I am your host, Mike, and I am joined today by the lovely and wonderful Anika Chung. Anika, hello there. Hey, Mike. How's it going? You know what? It is going absolutely fantastic. I actually looked up on the uh, the BS Commentaries uh, YouTube channel today, and uh, so me and K-Hart, we did Detective Pikachu this past Wednesday. We did it yesterday. Oh, um, wow. But the movie that the movie that we did the previous week, Heartbreak Ridge, uh, actually got a hundred views already on the uh, for for on YouTube. So that's really cool. That's awesome. But uh, today we are actually doing a little bit of the circle of life journey. We I figured since you're coming back to do the show with me once a month, I figure we start out with a really good timeless classic. And it is, of course, the coming of age family animation and action adventure musical, The Lion King. Not the not the live action remake, because we all know that one sucked. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Like it, you know, like I seen the movie, like it's it's okay. You know, I would say the graphics were, you know, I would say the visual effects were actually pretty good, I'll say, just to, for that part. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing that we can actually agree on is the visual effects were done well but all i have to say with is this is never ever give beyonce a voice acting role again i'm just <laughs> i'm just i'm putting it out there okay i know people will disagree with me but i'm just saying that was just a brutal movie <laughs> okay nothing against beyonce by the way nothing against oh, her okay. it's just it's just that was just an awful awful movie but uh, Anika, I think we should get into it now. Yes, absolutely. Let's get to watch some classic, you know, The Lion King. Definitely. So if everybody wondering, uh, we're almost, like I said, we said this last night on the podcast, uh, if we're almost 30 episodes deep. So if you don't know, it's okay. But still, you need to really start paying attention. But um, uh, for everybody wondering how to uh, watch along with us, pull up Disney Plus, get The Lion King put in your dvd get it on any streaming service that you want and uh, go to the zero mark start the movie and as soon as we say action go ahead and press the play button so anika are we all ready yes we're ready to go <laughs> all righty so in that case ready set action This is one of my favorite introductions from uh, Disney. I just love this. You know what? Nice and purple and blue. I love that. I actually like it too because it's. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's it's just a really well done type of introduction that we can all just really appreciate. By the way, um, are you listening uh, on your television? Yes, I am. Okay, you got to turn it down a little bit. You got to turn it down. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. okay. We gotta we gotta make sure that nothing is going to uh that's that's an opening right there. I'm just saying that is a opening right there. But uh so last night Detective Pikachu got marked for copyright because they caught some of the music and everything, so we gotta make sure that everything is like down to a deep minimum. Is this better? A little bit more lower. Lower? Okay. Lower, lower. Yep. 
Now, I also do like how they did restore the movie in this in this situation because, you know, it is the the, the colors. Are, I feel like the colors in this movie just pop more with the restoration. Yes, like the animation, like animation like this, you could never find like in this day and age. It's always from like the as I said, you know, from the sixties, seventies, eighties, and nineties. That's where the animation was really good. Oh yeah. Okay, so your side is actually is absolutely perfect on the volume. Uh, hopefully, mine is at a low enough tone as well. But um, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I have this I have this song on my iPhone. I mean, it, like I don't think if if you're a real Walt Disney fan, you have to have this song on your on your phone. <laughs> yes, this is a song to listen to when you want to you know set your alarm clock in the morning and you just hear that ha. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way. That's one way to get woken up. Yes. <laughs> Stupid bird, get out of the way before you get made made to be a friggin' uh, <laughs> elephant pancake on the foot. <laughs> I like kind of lost my train of thought on that one. <laughs> my goodness, but it's been so much years. I think the last time I watched Lion King was almost like like almost gosh, fifteen years ago. This is actually my first I... time like in years. I can't actually remember the last time I actually watched The Lion King. I know it was I know it's been a couple years. Darth Vader definitely looks a lot better than what he looks like in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> and as we all know, uh Robert Gilamu, hopefully I pronounced that correctly, who was born Robert Peter Williams. Uh, doing the voice of Rafiki, may he rest in peace. Uh, died three years or no, five years ago actually. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, is he the voice of? Um, he is Rafiki? the voice of Rafiki. <gasps> oh, geez, I didn't, I did not know about that. Oh, wow. I liked his voice. Like he actually he was always so like, he's like the he, the way how he portrayed this character was like you know making him so wise you know like person yeah. to go to since when the fuck did that become a goddamn tiktok trend is that stupid lion king where you put something over someone's forehead Ugh. <laughs> the the, yeah. the worst one that i've actually seen the guy actually put his finger in the nutella and wiped it on <gasps> some dudes like ugh. i, I mean it, <laughs> i i, I <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Anika. I hate TikTok. Really? I I, I I truly hate TikTok because they've just, ugh. It's just how how hungry are we for entertainment when we have to go to TikTok? <laughs> That's it. You know, one thing with well, TikTok here is that there's there's no limits, man. Basically, you can kind of imitate anything from a movie and just kind of like make it into some kind of like like weird phenomenon, like. <laughs> I, it really I, is. I mean, you can. It's it's so weird of how you can actually do that kind of. Uh, and oh my god! Again, the restoration right there. It looked. It looks better than what it did when you saw it in the movies. I'm not gonna lie. Even on the V. Even when you watch it on VHS, that restoration right there. I totally. I totally agree. Now this is just stupid satire, in my opinion, because a, a big ass cat like trapping a mouse. How yes. much? Of, how much of a Tom and Jerry I, irony can you get? Yes, like <laughs> Scar 
Scar is quite the character, you know, like, I feel like there's another side to him that we don't know at all, I feel. Yes. Oh, Mr. Bean. <laughs> I, I forgot. Mr. Uh, Mr. Bean does the voice of uh, Zazu, uh, Rowan Attic Atticuson. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bean? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Mr. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, Mr. Bean does the voice of it. Okay, yes. He was like my favorite character in The Lion King. Like he. I love this um, line. <laughs> <laughs> first, of all, first of all i love jeremy irons because first of all the first the, the the first time i ever saw him as a uh in-person actor not a not a voice not a, a voiceover actor was uh die hard with a vengeance and i loved him in that movie because he does play a good villain but it's just the uh, uh that <laughs> Okay, that really irritated me. Every time that thing comes up, it always irritates me. I always cringe. But no, the scratch like, sound? yeah, but that line where he's like, "I quiver with fear," like only Jer <laughs> only Jeremy. And see, <laughs> Jeremy, he's just like he's just being an asshole to Mufasa. He like doesn't care. I feel like yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting. No, no, I, I see you, you don't really want to, uh, you don't want to challenge Mufasa because I'm not gonna lie, he has the force with him. Remember, this is Darth Vader in lion form, you don't screw with him. <laughs> yes, you're right about that. He's like, you know what, as I'm thinking, he's like the one of those wise Jedi's, Mufasa. Uh, Jedi Masters, yes, like, um. But again, like I, like I was saying, Jeremy Irons, what he does <laughs> makes a very handsome flirt. <laughs> I will say he he is entertaining when he when he does sing that song. You know, be prepared. He he's oh yeah. And the only problem with that is Jim Cummings had a small role in it because Irons blew out his voice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but um, yeah. no, Jeremy Irons to me he that's Washington right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, Jeremy Irons, what I love about him is he plays he plays the role of a villain so well, but it it's not the fact that he brings the villainy to it. It's he brings the comic relief into villainy. And I think that's another I think that's another great sign of a great actor is even though that you are playing a villain, you can still find a way to bring comedy relief to that villain. And Somebody actually, we were a friend of mine was talking about this, and he's like, "What about Jim Carrey and the Riddler?" And I'm just like, "Did you?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "Did you really fucking just say that that Jim that Jim Carrey and Jeremy Irons are the one and the same?" And he's like, "No, no, I'm saying that he brought comic relief." And I'm just like, "No, Jim Carrey brought the stupidity. Jeremy <laughs> Irons brings the comic." Okay, this. Be honest. This is. This was us when we were kids. Like we're, we we want to do something early in the morning, and we just like bug the hell out of our parents. <laughs> yes, I actually I was I quite drove my my folks crazy all the time. Yes, I did. They called me the female version of Dennis the Menace. True story. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas doing the voice acting of young Simba. Yes, and as everybody knows, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh, who 
portrayed Randy Taylor from Home Improvement. He was also in Pinocchio. He was in so many good yes movies. He, and he, I totally agree. Like he was, he he was actually one of my favorite actors. Actually, I liked him in Tom and Huck. I watched that movie. I liked him in Tom Sawyer. Like I, I was kind of like the you know big crush on JTT. Yes, um, back in those days. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I think he was definitely a perfect for Simba. Like he definitely brought that Simba character to life. And of course, for Mufasa, James Earl Jones, like he's a phenomenal act, voice actor. His voice alone, like he can portray any character, and is just so like it, it just grabs your attention when he talks. Oh yeah. Uh, first of all, I love how Simba, like that line, he's like, there's more. That is us as kids, like, you know, where the, it's like it's like when you're opening Christmas presents, you know, you only get 10 of them. And then they're like, we have a surprise for you. There's more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, you know, young friends, you know what this is kind of giving me? This is kind of giving me a reference to uh Coming to America, you know, kind of like, you know, like Simba's like the Prince Akeem. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, real quickly, the one thing. The one thing from the uh, like the newly restored uh, Lion King was the worst thing that could have ever happened was that stupid morning report song. I watched it and I'm just like, what in the hell is this? <laughs> I was like. Like, <laughs> and he's just like, oh no, you can't be serious. Why are you making me do this? I was like, like there's some songs. Like, I just felt like they should just keep the songs original, you know? Like, nothing, you know, it's just, uh, I know. <laughs> First of all, how did, how did Mufasa and Simba hide that well? <laughs> yes. Do you know what I was actually thinking? For some reason, I have to say this. There is a relation between Shere Khan and Scar. I feel like they were they're like a duo. There's a similarity because uh, you know, you're you're absolutely right. Because uh, for everybody wondering, uh, last time Anika was on the the podcast, we did the Jungle Book, and I'm not gonna lie. You know, I feel like you're absolutely right with Scar and Shere Khan because I feel like they bring that type of classy villainy and along with the menacing role of being a villain as well. Yes. <laughs> and of course, Scar's just being the sarcastic jerk that he is. I know. It, I, I feel like the, the, the Disney villains are so similar. Like, like Scar, just a similar, to, I think, with Scar and uh, Jafar. <laughs> oh, God. Did you really compare Scar and Jafar? <laughs> just a little, a little bit. The way how he kind of talks. I, well, I know they, like, Jafar has kind of like a very, kind of like a British accent, kind of in a way, like, sort of, like a, mm. so that's why, just the way how they talk, that's why. I just noticed. So, th there was a sequel to this, um, and I think it was a straight to, I think it was a, what it was, was a uh, straight to VHS release. Um, what was it? Uh so there was uh, Lion King's Timon and Pumbaa. We all know about that. Um, oh, so the 1998 uh, VHS release, uh, Simba's Pride. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. I actually know. I haven't seen. You know what? I think I haven't seen any of those films, actually. <laughs> I haven't. So um, 
I like what they did with Simba's Pride because uh, there's comparisons to Romeo and to William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet with how the plot in the movie is where you have two families and of course there's two lovers and they they're on both of those sides and they fall in love. So basically, you know, this is, that's the only thing that kind of confused me about this whole situation. Um, who the hell is Nala's father? That is the big mystery I want to know too myself. Yeah. That's all of us as a kid <laughs> when it was bad time. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're like, no, I don't want to bath. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've heard Simba's mother mother's voice before. Let me let me find out who the hell she is. Uh oh, Zoe Leader. Or Zoe Leader, excuse me. Let me let me find this out. Because I feel like I feel like I've heard her voice before. <laughs> hmm. I actually I didn't you know what in a way I'm doing kind of wonder like like who was actually the actress behind the voice of uh, Simba's mother? Because she also has that nice, calming, you know, spirit about her too. Very nurturing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so apparently, she does not have any other voice roles, which kind of surprised me. I thought I've, I, I thought I could have heard her. Oh, this is this is boys and girls at that young age, right there. It's just like you, girls have cooties, boys have cooties too. <laughs> Yes, matchmaker. When, <laughs> when Nala said, "When Nala said she's my," after Simba said, "She's my best friend." Yeah, it'd be too weird. Um, why would it be too weird? I've known a lot of best friends who actually got married. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> first of all, and Simba's just like waving his paw. He's just like, "Ah, the hell with you." Oh, actually, I think I found out the. The name for I think I think I think the character Sarabi. Yes, there you actually, go, Sarabi. That's that's her name. Yeah. Yeah, Madge Sinclair. Actually, she is. Um, her and J James Earl Jones were in the Coming to America film. Really. Yes. Hmm. So fun fact. Fun fact about the singer Jason Weaver, who is uh, the child singer here for Simba, he played the pre-teenage Michael Jackson on the nineteen ninety two miniseries the jacksons and american dream oh i never knew that i i didn't know it either but i just found it out but again it's it's hilarious of how um it, it's so hilarious of how um that uh, it, it's so hilarious how you hear these voice actors and it's just uh, and and, and uh, I I don't know. I'm trying to talk and I'm trying to watch the movie at the same time. I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> but I will say this. I will say this about the about this song. I love the colors in the in this song. I love how bright and colorful these songs are. Yes, actually, I love the song. Actually, yeah, I'm, I know this is like one of my favorite songs. I actually dance to this song. There you go. Uh, so when Zazu <laughs> came down the line of. Uh, 
the zebras and they just put their tails up, I'm just like, oh god, he's getting the shit right there. <laughs> yes, he's getting ran over. <laughs> yeah, and he's getting squished. Jeez, he's getting put through the ringer. I noticed that the lions at all don't eat at all. I noticed from the whole time. I've, as I'm thinking about it, like as a kid, I didn't really notice it, but they actually don't eat no food at all. I never seen them eat. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely, you're absolutely right on that one. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's actually funny. <laughs> so, um. So Jason Weaver, by the way, has won three Young Artist Awards. Um, and or no, excuse me, he's been nominated three times for Young Artist Award. He won it uh, as an outstanding young performer starring in a miniseries with the Jacksons. And then he said best performance by a young actor in a voiceover movie in The Lion King. So that's kind of funny. Oh, <laughs> interesting <laughs> now see that's just a guy's intuition that if you get pinned by a girl you just you come back from you have to come back from more torture unfortunately <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah if you're showing all the you know the female people should not underestimate the female lioness now even when they're young yes, no they, absolutely not i'm, I'm being i'm going to be truthfully honest I've, the, the lionesses are just tough tough broads they're tough yes and you know, I found out something very interesting. I found out the the actual like roar of the lion was actually not actually came from a lion, which was kind of strange. I in found the movie? out that, yes, I found out they were looking for a specific. And I was I, I kind of saw this in um, geez, a few days ago, just in one of the articles. I was like, because it's it sounds so real, right? Like, uh, yeah, it really does sound real. I know they. Uh... <laughs> Banana beak. <laughs> Toucan Sam's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was about to make a joke about Toucan Sam. Are we? Is it, so? D does that mean he gets free Fruit Loops for the rest of his life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Follow your nose. <laughs> Follow your nose. Oh, first of all, I love the trio. Well, excuse me. Let me rephrase that. Not the trio, because we all know that. Uh, we all know Ed is Jim Cummings. Everybody knows that Jim Cummings is Ed. But yes. uh, we have Whoopi Goldberg and uh, Cheech Marine, who I love that they got that they had uh, Cheech Marine. Not much of a Whoopi fan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not much. I'm. I really don't care for Whoopi Goldberg anymore. <laughs> it's uh, it's all good. Like I just don't do any movies anymore. I was like, hmm. She's like retired now. She's just like well doing the well she's doing the view that's about it so oh that's one show i don't watch i'm very sorry but <laughs> <laughs> if i wanted to, if i wanted to watch a show where people give their stupid political opinion i'll watch either cnn or fox news <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> i did like you know like for her in the in the um sister act two movie that was like one of my favorites. oh come yeah. on sister act is a treasure sister act is a golden golden movie yes i liked it so I will say this about Whoopi Goldberg. What was one? There was. What the hell was that movie that she did? Um, where is it? Uh, she did a really, really stupid movie. Um, 
Hmm. Oh, Theodore Rex. There it is. It was a ugh. I don't know. Yeah, if you, yeah it, it and it was a. It was originally supposed to go on theater, theatrical release, but it went direct to video, and it became the most expensive direct to video movie ever made. But it's just, it was a terrible movie. I never heard of it. I guess I gotta check it out. <laughs> just don't oh, see the please uh, don't, don't don't do it unless you're re- unless you're really ready just to be scarred for life by a terrible film. Okay. <laughs> but, like the, I mean, like the uh, the the mask, the sound of the mask. <laughs> Oh, that is ugh, that is just wow. That that that's an that's an even worse movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> it is terrible, terrible. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, to to whoever thought Son of the Mask is a good movie, then please rethink your entire life because it's not. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Like my goodness. <laughs> Now, see, that was a perfect joke right there when Simba actually did that fake roar. That was a perfect time to make a puberty joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like Mufasa. You know, he just, uh, yeah, he basically just taught those high units a lesson. He's like, oh, yeah. Don't. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Do you know the hyenas actually have been quite a meme, quite a bit? Sometimes oh, I think, yes. They, yeah, I've I've seen more hyena memes than than lions ever. Yes, especially when they're laughing and stuff. The way how they laugh, like a lot of people have been using that as a reference of them laughing in their clips. I've noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, here's a big major difference between the live action Lion King and the original Lion King. First of all, I like how Mufasa is just like walking fat. Like he's just beyond pissed. <laughs> yes. But uh, the the live action Lion King, I hated the way they changed the the basically Scarred wasn't friends with the hyenas at this point. He was just making he was making friends with them to get a deal done. And I don't like that. I don't like how they changed that. No, like that's. No, nah, it was supposed to be like the other way around where he has like maybe just three hyenas as their as his minions. Like, but yeah, there are certain things they definitely changed quite a bit in that film. So things are just like they basically expanded that story quite a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree 100 percent. Yes. Oh, I feel sorry for somebody. Oh, so wait a sad. minute. Hold on a second. I got it wrong. Uh, so the person who played uh, Zarabi was Madge Sinclair. Yes. I wow. I mean, I I definitely screwed up on that one. <laughs> it's, it's okay. There's so many voice actors, and you know, in every you know animated series or films, like you can't keep up. There's too many of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes they'll do a voice acting for maybe for maybe one scene, and then they'll change to another actor for the. <laughs> yes, this he's is magic. definitely. This is definitely one of those life lessons at this point, and it's just like you know, dad and son bonding over. I th- I think it's hilarious of how Simba Simba was just in deep deep crap, and then now they're <laughs> see now they're having fun about it. Yes, you're like I'm like never enter the boneyard. I'm like the boneyard. <laughs> That's like the hyena's den. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's what dads do right there is that you go to tackle them as a kid and they just go down so easily just to be like, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with my son's or my, my kid's confidence. I will go down so easily. Yes. Like one thing I actually <laughs> like is that there it, it's so when you watch an actual wildlife, you know, clip of actual, you know, dad lines playing with their cubs, it's kind of so similar, you know, like cause sometimes the lion cub, the man, the father will lay down while the cubs are driving crazy. And he just doesn't, doesn't do nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> they definitely captured that pretty good, I would say, with that. Yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. And also the origins of the Lion King, a lot of a lot of people have said, of course, yes, it came from Hamlet, but also I feel that this is definitely a African tale as well, for sure, from like hundreds of years ago, an African tale, because there's so much. Yes, I feel that. By the way, I just noticed that... Uh, uh, oh, he's got scratches on his butt. <laughs> I never noticed that before. Oh, that's the meme I'm talking about. He like when he bursts out laughing. A lot of people use that meme a lot. <laughs> yeah. I honestly compare the uh, Ed for from this show to actually Ed from Ed Ed and Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, here comes Scar. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite lines about to come up too. I love it. <laughs> See, I would be a little insulted right there. Yes. One thing like about Scar, he still he he treats his uh henchmen, the hyenas, like crap. He's like, you know, you guys are beneath me. He always kind of like <laughs> there was my line, I'm surrounded by idiots. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that is a line that every villain needs to say. <laughs> Agreed. It's like you guys been good boys. There you go. <laughs> oh, there's actually a zebra leg. Where did they get that? Is oh that yeah, that's that's where I'm wondering. It's perfectly cut too, like in half. <laughs> like seriously, where'd you get the cutlery to do that? Because normally it would have been like shredded, like hanged. <laughs> oh, this is actually one of my favorite songs. Actually, I oh, like. Oh really? It, I know it's a villain song, but it's actually very fun too. It's... Be prepared. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, I I remember this because also during this song there was a nazi reference there was a, both a hitler and a nazi reference um, yes yes you know in a way there's a way there's a scene where like when he's like standing and then a whole bunch of hyenas are like marching mm -hmm. so yes i agree and 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 again like i, I don't know if disney was in <laughs> i love how he was looking right there he it was like he was a model or something but uh no, that that Hitler and Nazi reference. The the funny thing about Walt Disney is they they stopped doing it now. But what happened was is that they were so I guess the animators and the voice actors they were they were really into putting like little Easter eggs, like adult innuendos, or in this in this situation, just really bad references. Um. 
because if you remember there's there's a bunch of those on youtube where like in aladdin there was someone who said take off your clothes yes <laughs> oh my god or uh can we also remember the famous little mermaid vhs cover where there was a a, a freaking dildo in the in, on the castle i mean it's just oh god here it is oh for the love of pete Ugh. So does Walt Disney? Uh, never mind. I was gonna. Say, <laughs> so I guess Walt Disney is a supporter of communism at this point. <laughs> Jeez, it's the worst thing ever. Oh yeah, this is where uh, this is where Jim Cummings actually comes into play now. Yes, like these scenes are actually pretty good. Oh, like, yeah. I like the color, like the way how they're marching. That was a really cool cinematography part, like when they're all marching. Yeah, I mean, again, the the reference is there, but I mean, it's 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 chilling when you see it. Yes, it's like so like evilish, like yes. Mm hmm. That's one thing about Disney. They always made the villains like so English. There's always those hidden, tiny subliminal messages, just a little bit. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you were you were silent for a while. What happened there? Oh, oh my phone rang. My phone oh, rang. Oh, I, I see, I see. Yes, that's right. My phone rang. And I was like trying to. I ha had to zap it, and then I'm like, oh, I thought I, I couldn't hear. I was like, oh. So I was trying to wonder, okay, how do I fix this? So, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes people just call I'm like um i'm on a podcast right now <laughs> seriously how rude yes <laughs> and i, I like this how is, this is the look, night sorry, sorry go ahead interrupting. we're like taking the same time like exactly one thing about scar's eyes i definitely like i like they made his eyes so piercing like evil it's like green and yellow like you would you would never thought green and yellow but it's just it looks pretty cool yeah i, I agree that. also i love how simba is just beyond naive at this point because i feel like that uh that kind of that, that also makes me like go back to the point where you know when we were kids we were that naive we were that easy to trick Yes. <laughs> of course, I made a deal to myself never to do that to any of my future kids. I, I yes. I'm not well. Maybe maybe once or twice, just for fun. <laughs> yes. Holy God, that is a lot of wildebeest. Yes. <laughs> I know enough of them to feast on. One of the little sick ones. How can you tell? You know, that is I a think... that was a weird animation for uh, Whoopi's uh, hyena face. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I think what they um, what they do here is like they look at the weakest one and then they start to mm. attack. I think that's makes sense. 
Now, see, at that point, why don't you like this is the only thing that really bothers me about this whole movie. This could have been avoided if you would have ran to the right or left and started jumping on the walls, not running, not taking off forward. Yes. <laughs> Ugh. Sweet God, how many freaking wildebeest is that? That is like a, that's not a herd. A herd is like, I don't know. That's not, that's not even a herd. I want to say that's a jumble. <laughs> I know they're just coming in the throw. They're like, oh no, Jumanji, man, Jumanji. <laughs> oh God, no, you had to make the Jumanji. <laughs> yes. Boy, Scar, now, the question, so now the question I would have asked is why the hell is my son in the gorge in the first place? Yeah, like Simba, you're your mind, man. You should have never just went. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, we gotta turn the TV down a little bit. Music's getting a little bit loud. <laughs> really? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. All right. Is this better? Yes, it is. That that's that's better. Yeah, I just want to make sure that we do not get copyrighted this time. Yes. I think this this scene is crazy and it's actually one of like the most hardest scenes I've ever watched. I think Ugh. for me, yes, the most emo emotional scene. Yes. It's like Ow. Oh my gosh. Poor Toucan. And the, and the fun and the funny thing is that like after this whole thing happens. You know, you know, Zazu's not like uh, he knocked me out during this time. He didn't <laughs> think that was one bit suspicious. I know, like he was just with a believe him, like one bit, like okay, like he didn't say like you know, Scar, what are you up to? Like he just didn't think of anything. Like, mm -hmm. ow, just just ow. Everything is so ow in this, like you could feel it for some reason. Oh, man. You can feel that intensity of Mufasa mm -hmm. just crawling. Oh. And of course, Perhards, this is just like the most, both the most gruesome and the most heartbreaking scene in cinematic movie history, in my opinion. I totally agree. Like, Ugh. if there was, if if I had an opportunity, I think I would have changed this scene. I would have probably make it where they were fighting, but then you know Mufasa survived, but then he came back, you know, mm -hmm. along with uh, Simba to kind of like claim, reclaim their throne. Like, I I felt I would have I would have changed it where or Mufasa maybe got defeated a little bit, got injured, but then they don't see him for a while. They think he's dead, but then. All of a sudden, he comes. He comes back, and he's like, "Well, yeah. I think I would have. That is something I would definitely change in the Lion King, and I think that would have made it more cool. But I know, yes, lions do fight against each other. Yes, to claim their whatever. But that would have been my my personal thing. But this one was so dark when you just see this. Like he's like, see, long. I feel like I feel like that is Walt Disney. You know, between the seventies and early two thousands, is that they made a lot of movies where. You know, first of all, all the movies were rated G, but in this case, you really need to make a movie PG because there, I mean, this is dark. 
Disney was just very, very, very dark when it came to life and death. And yes, it just terrifies me at that point. <laughs> because I think, in my opinion, one of the most brutal deaths, one of the most, uh, the two most brutal deaths I've ever seen in movie history when it comes to Disney is this one and the death of Gaston and the Beast. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember you sent me that photo of Gaston's eye with the skull. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And you know what's kind of interesting? I I came across a YouTuber from I don't know if you heard of Ask a Mortician, but this woman, Caitlin, she was talking about how Disney was was actually obsessed with death. Like he actually had a lot of skeletons and Halloween stuff. He he was obsessed. Really? He, yes. It it was um on Ask a Mortician. She was talking about, I think, Disney, his obsession with Halloween and and stuff. Like he always had skeletons. Like he always liked. He's a he had an interest in it. That's what I. That's what she said. But hmm. I'm thinking, like, he, well, he he doesn't have an obsession with death at all. Like, well, I know in a way when you see his earlier stuff, you see the skeletons. You know, you always see something creepy yeah. in the animations, especially Lily with the Mickey Mouse one with the in the Halloween part. Like, uh. It's a mystery we don't know. <laughs> exactly. You know, but I know that's what now this, said. Now, this really bothered me about the movie is because is that Scar convinces Simba it's his fault. And I'm just like, how is it his fault? And how does this kid think it's his fault? I know. Like, he's he is horrible. Like, just telling Simba, like, I'm like, no, Scar, it's your fault, man. You, you set this up. And the one part that Drives me, drives me crazy is seeing that Mufasa is dead. Like basically, he's not moving, and you're standing beside a. Oh God, this is this is haunting right here. Oh my gosh, he's like. Ugh. Once again, like we can make the comparisons to both Shere Khan and, uh, and and Scar right here because both of them are are very menacing, uh, villains, but they're also. As as I would say, they're very classy when it comes to villain villains. And, and, and now, see, ow, see, I've actually, I'm not gonna lie, I've actually done that before, where you, where you actually jump and then you actually end up doing barrel roll after barrel roll on a hill. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> it hurts, but I'm not gonna lie, it doesn't hurt like that. Ugh. Jesus. <laughs> See, I've I feel like I feel like that would have been the perfect time for someone to get, say, "Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass." <laughs> Ow. Man, they got they got pricked good. They deserved it. <laughs> yeah, then he shoots three of them into the nose of Ed. Good lord. Like I said, see that is that's just so dark when it comes to Disney because they're they're talking about killing him. Yes, man. And Disney's I feel really, Disney's really settled down. I will say they definitely settled down quite a bit. But I feel like also too we're starting to see some other films that live action films that have a little bit of slight darkness to it, like just a a little a little bit. Do you kind of know what I mean? Like just some, like some, not all the films, but some of them. 
yeah why did why is i never understood that green lighting it looked like they were aliens coming out of a freaking flying saucer <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's the Northern Lights, man. They're in the Northern Lights. <laughs> <laughs> the Northern Lights. <laughs> yes. Just the, the the so the again we me and K Hart said this yesterday, but both me and him we love it when we can watch movies where they they don't need. They don't need uh, well-known songs. They don't need songs with words, but especially when it comes to the orchestral type of music, you know, it makes you feel things. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Vultures, man. I can't stand those things. (laughs) True true story, man. Actually, actually, I saved a bunny from a a hawk from my backyard. I actually did a bunny. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Some things are crazy. Some big birds, man. Oh, my gosh. These are my favorite characters, Simone, uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Nathan Lane and Ernie Sabella. Yes. <laughs> First of all, I love Nathan Lane. I love uh, his. Uh... <laughs> um, Nathan Lane, who I, uh, I think he starred in one of the most underrated slapstick comedy movies of all time, Mousetrap. Um, I love Nathan Lane because he has he has such a unique voice and every time you hear him or every time you see him it's just it, he does great work because he's he's not just a talented voice actor and actor he's a great broadway musical actor hmm. there's, there's a lot of things i did not know about you know as a kid when you don't know about voice actors i never actually got a chance to research like every single one of them growing up but some of them some of them i'm definitely uh familiar with but um, hmm, but yes, I know like Jim Cummings, the voice of Winnie the Pooh, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That guy can play. I know he can play like almost any character too. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm actually I'm actually <laughs> checking out Nathan Lane now. I'm actually checking him out. Okay. Yes. Yeah, like I was saying, one of my favorite movies that Nathan Lane was in. Um, Again, it was a slapstick comedy and it was called Mousetrap. And every single time I watch it, I cringe in pain, but I also laugh so hard. Because Wait a minute. I'm oh, sorry. I know the face now. Okay. He was one that was in Awesome Powers, the, the yeah. agent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's, he's funny. He really is. And again, like I said, uh, that movie Mousetrap is just hilarious because uh, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, it's just, I love slapstick comedy so much. I also liked him in the producers as well. The producers. Mm-hmm. That was with uh, Matthew Broderick. And actually, uh, apparently Matthew Broderick is actually the voice of the older Simba. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. They were now they were the producers, you know, in two thousand and five, and then they worked together when they was younger. Pretty cool. <laughs> you don't really hear anything from Matthew Broderick anymore. You no. you really don't. He's one of my favorite actors, Ferris Bueller. Yes, I oh to- forgot everybody. Everybody's ca- got to watch Ferris. It, it, 
it, it doesn't matter like who what kind of movies you do watch ferris bueller is always a timeless classic that needs to be watched yes i believe and, there uh, needs to be a sequel <laughs> he bueller... only filed he only filed one claw <laughs> <laughs> You know, Jeez. you know what they say about Timon and Pumbaa. They say that you know they're there's okay. Two people have said that yes, they're friends. A lot of people say that they're kind of more than just friends. I've heard different things. It doesn't. It doesn't surprise me that people are saying that nowadays. It doesn't surprise me nowadays. Um, but it's just like I think I think that Timon and Pumbaa. Ew, that's you. Seriously, need a bath. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, oh my. For me after okay. I eat chili. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, I mean, it's just. <laughs> well, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. Every time I, hey, Pumba, not in front of the kids, but they're in the mid 90s. I feel like um, toilet and fart humor were truly starting to become a thing because I know Beavis and Butthead were, were really getting into the toilet and fart humor. <laughs> oh, yes. I Oh, that's like one of my... Apparently, there is a Beavis and Butthead um, TV series, I think, or no, movie. Yeah, I, I watched it, and I I, I don't know. It, it just didn't have the old version of... Uh... <laughs> I give it an eight. Yes, <laughs> but uh, no, I feel like like the old Beavis and Butthead was just hilarious. But I I do like the new Beavis and Butthead. But I'm yes. not gonna. Lie. So real quickly, I I posted this on Facebook a couple days ago, but I think people should bring the insult fart knocker back just because. <laughs> <laughs> this is when Pumba and Timon teach Simba to be a vegan. Mm, oh my. God. I don't know if I would call that veganism because you still technically have to eat meat. (laughs) But I I think I see where you're the little green filled kind. But this is still a form of funnily enough. That is actually a form of protein. Yes. Yes. Bugs do have some kind of protein away. Like so other properties that some people yeah apparently certain bugs but yeah oh yeah but i'm not but i'm gonna be honest if you're out in the wilderness and you have no other choice be honest you're eating a damn bug yes you know i've actually seen places actually that have uh candy with bugs inside them you know like some supermarkets apparently some there's (laughs) it um so uh there's so the ballpark here out in seattle t-mobile park they actually had a delicacy of uh, fried cricket, fried cricket, or grasshoppers, and now that <laughs> now that did not make any sense. How the hell did Pumbaa not even make a splash? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's nice and dry, man. He just loved it. He just enjoyed his bath. <laughs> but anyway, um, <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, so they have a. I'm I'm not gonna lie. If you get a really good, the bad part about the grasshoppers is that they season them way too much, and it's like chili and lime Ugh. type of flavoring. But if they were to season them in less, but season them in the correct way, they're really good because they used to not season them so much. They put way too much seasoning on them now. Oh my gosh, 
Oh, I, I'm I'm in agreement with Scar on this one real quick. <laughs> I'm in agreement with Scar on that one. Never sing that song in my person. I hate that song. He's <laughs> <laughs> entertainment. It's like. <laughs> yep, he was entertaining him now. Now he pissed him off. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, you're the king who puts your 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 right hand man in a friggin' skeletorial jail cell. <laughs> oh boy! How about you go get it yourself, you lazy ass? There's plenty of food for you guys to eat out there. <laughs> Okay, that was the... <laughs> eat Zazu, Jesus. Man, but that bird does did not he... stand a chance, man. Did he just say all you need is a little Java? How do you how do you how do you get Java you're you're a lion? How do you make coffee? Oh yeah, Java. <laughs> <laughs> no coffee, man. <laughs> that gets a perfect ten. <laughs> They're just enjoying the scenery. Are mm -hmm. you guys having a great time and looking in the sky? Another Walt Disney movie that uh, Matthew Broderick did that I think is kind of an underrated one. He did the live action Inspector Gadget movie. Oh, I love that movie. Are you serious? Yes. I No, I think it's I think it's such an underrated movie and it gets disrespected. Is that I though? Think, really? It, that I feel, was good. Yes, but I feel it gets disrespected. I think he pulled off Inspector Gadget pretty well. He did. Oh yeah. We, how, we is it that, how is it that Pumbaa is the intelligent one, and yet Timon is also the slightly is the uh, intelligent one, but just slightly less. Good lord. <laughs> Do you know what I kind of noticed? Um, actually, I saw the Thor movie, Love and Thunder, but there's a scene where Chris, where Chris Hemsworth is actually. As some nice setting, and for some reason, when I saw it, it kind of reminded me of the Pride Rock and Lion King. For some reason, there's a oh, scene, nice. a, a, not exactly, but like this, it was like nice and gold and beautiful. Like, but I know it's Asgard, but it just had a slight similar look to it. That's yeah. All. I want to say that this is a slightly offensive uh, scene right here because technically they're making fun of his religion. I'm just saying. <laughs> Have so, a religion, eh? <laughs> oh no, I'm just saying, like that's a little offensive. Like I would walk away too. You're laughing at my religion. I'm sorry. I'm sleeping somewhere else. Oh, here was another one that Disney removed because right there in that little form oh, of I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they yeah. spelled out sex. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't know what that was, you know. I you know what? I thought that was probably after when when um uh, Simba was with Nala, but it... mm. <laughs> actually, who's thinking about it? <laughs> I mean, Simba was in heat. <laughs> oh, good lord! 
I just have to make that joke there, but yeah. <laughs> oh God, I, I I don't think I don't think anybody blames you for making that one. Yes. <laughs> I'm wondering what kind of fruit that is right there. Hmm. I'm not too sure, but it looks looks interesting though. Oh yeah, I love how Rafiki is just like. He's he's happy, but he's going insane at the same time. Yes. <laughs> he's he's having his premonition. He's he's oh. picking up. I think yeah. Like Simba's alive. Mm -hmm. You know you know what Rafiki reminds me of. Actually, I don't know if you saw the the new movie coming to America, but there is a guy. I did. The guy that says, "Oh, your bastard son." He kind of has that Rafiki kind of. Uh, <laughs> they look; they're similar in personality, just the expression with their eyes. <laughs> Pumbaa's following his stomach at this point. More bugs, eh? <laughs> Wonder what kind of creamy feeling that one has. You know, I've been curious about what year was this actually when Lion King? Like, I'm just wondering, was this maybe three ninety-four? Like, no, no, I'm thinking about like the or you know how um like you wonder if this is this in the 1800s? You know, was this in the 1900s? I don't see no people at all. Mm -mm. You know what? You're absolutely right. You know the the thing though with uh, the Lion King is um. It actually became the second uh, second highest grossing film of all time, actually, behind uh, Jurassic Park, because Jurassic Park uh, was currently the holder of the uh, the highest grossing the highest grossing box office film of all time at that point. And then The Lion King came in and just absolutely knocked it out of the park. And the thing about it is, is that. Um, I think this is actually, oh my God. It, yeah, this was the movie that almost made a billion dollars at the box office. Yes, of course. 40, $45 million it took to make this movie, and this movie banked in $968.5 million. Oh my God, that's a major good profit, man. <laughs> that's a profit. Well, of course, and then uh, four years later, in 1998, Titanic absolutely destroyed the competition and just yes. banked over banked over a billion dollars. Yes, one of my favorite movies. Actually, what was it? Actually, Titanic is actually one of my favorite films. I like that film too. Oh, that's my all-time favorite movie. Yes. <laughs> and see, I also <laughs> see. I love how she. He's he's just like. He was scared as hell about getting eaten, and he's just like, "Oh, okay, you're his friend. Oh, okay, I forgive you for trying to eat me." <laughs> and Timon's yeah. the only one who's still got an issue with it. <laughs> I know he's trying to get them to all calm down. I, I guess now Simba's response really, "Oh, that's Nala." <laughs> oh, so hold on a second. So, uh, in total. Uh, film grossing, sorry. So, 
the Lion King actually made seven hundred and sixty-eight point million dollars worldwide total when it originally came out. Now it was re-released in IMAX and in 3D form, and it banked over and it banked a little bit more, uh, uh, two two million dollars more. And then I think I have this correct. Let me make sure I have it correctly. Where is it? Yeah. So here we go. So Titanic. So Titanic, as of this point, uh, so it banked over a billion dollars. It was the first and only movie to ever make over a billion dollars. And then it got re-released and it made an extra billion dollars. So what I think that's kind of funny of how a movie like Titanic uh, and The Lion King. So think of it this way. The Lion King, one of the most perhaps timeless classic animated motion picture films of all time nearly made a billion dollars at the box office it gets re-released and it doesn't even do half of what it used of what it did originally but you look at titanic it goes over a billion dollars and then it gets re-released 20 years later it makes another billion dollars <laughs> it's crazy that is interesting. I, I guess um, I guess the thing is like two of these stories are so compelling that it's so hard to choose. You know, I, I think people are gravitating more to the Titanic as like than Lion King. I think so. Yes. And the authenticity of it too. Like just but also too, like Lion King is also a timeless classic. And that actually has a lot of interesting stories behind it, like you know, origin stories. So Yeah. So every time I see this scene with with Nala and Simba just like getting romantic, I immediate <laughs> I immediately think of back to kindergarten kid or kindergarten cop with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I immediately think of that kid at the end of the movie. He's like, uh oh, they're going to do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of horrible of me just to do, but still. <laughs> This is definitely one of the cutest scenes, you know? Oh, yeah. Yes. And, of course, all of us, all of us, when we were kids, we did not understand any of this at this point. Now that we are fully grown-up adults, we completely understand what's going on here. To tell you the truth, every time I saw this scene, I would kind of, like, say, oh, this is mushy. I was, when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, this is mushy stuff. I was a kid. I was like, no, I don't want to watch it. I just fast-forwarded. Actually, I did. I was when I was a kid. I was like, no. It's funny. <laughs> now I would now the first time I watched this movie, I wasn't expecting him to do this. <laughs> when he when I saw that look in his face. <laughs> He's a lot more adventurous now, yes. Yeah. Oh that see, he just he was just a crocodile, just ambushed the hell out of her. Yes. This is so cute how they play. This is adorable. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, they're rolling down the hill. Pinned you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the look on her The look she, on these two faces. She's like, come and get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Assume the position, please. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, I know, guys. You lost your best friend. No more, no more <laughs> three stooges now. 
<laughs> nope. You got to feel a little bit sorry for them, though. I just love the ending after they get done singing. <laughs> oh, you're singing here. Guys are doomed like doom. <laughs> yeah, but ready? Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. It's complicated. Friggin' jungle vine hammock. <laughs> Honestly, I guess Simba does not want to be king like Prince Harry. <laughs> well, I mean, think about this. He also has, he has PTSD. He has a form of PTSD because, again, of what happened with him and his dad in that day. That's but true, he yeah. is... He is definitely being selfish at this point. I, <laughs> I never, yeah, I was going to say like, hello, you guys fell in love. You guys assumed the position and now you're fighting. Dude, you practically are married. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that that was that was actually kind of a bad joke on my part. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Low blow. Yeah, she is sassy. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie. That's that's a great quality. That's a great quality in women is sassiness. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm being honest. That's a, that's a good qual. That's a good. Uh, that's a good quality in women. If if, if you, if, I'm I'm gonna be honest, guys out there. If your girlfriend is not sarcastic, is not sassy, and does not screw with you, you do not have a good woman. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, my girl. My girl, she screws with me all the time, and I love it, even though I hate it at the same point. <laughs> Embrace the sassiness. It's always a, it. Uh... <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not going <laughs> to. That's Rafiki. He's excited to see Simba. He's like, yes, Simba. <laughs> also, I'm not going to lie. I've actually done that as a kid. I, I went up in a tree and actually started saying, Asante, Sana, Squashman. <laughs> God. <laughs> I was funny, I was <laughs> dancing on the tree there. I was like, it's like, the, the you know, from the Jungle Book, you know, those, they you know, back in were just dancing on the tree. <laughs> Can't cut it out, it grows back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing about Rafiki is he looks, be he looks really wise. Uh, for the character design because of the gray hair around him um yes. and that beard too that's so funny exactly like it's the wiseness like people just like being around that wise man that just knows a lot of stuff at the same time he's funny you know he's like the the, kind of the witch doctor but at the same time he's like yes i feel <laughs> yeah 
that was my fa- that was my favorite little line ever. He's like, it means you're a baboon. Yeah. And I'm not. And he just starts giggling like uncontrollably. <laughs> but he's also good with his words because now he's kind of like he's definitely convinced Simba. One thing about wise people, they know exactly what to say to you. And it makes you, although you walk away from them, you think for a second, okay, let me just come back and see what this guy's actually really talking about. Oh, hell yeah. So out of all the movies that we've actually watched, like uh, on BS commentaries, this actually has one of the highest approval ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. But the funny thing is, is that I don't really trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore because they've given terrible, they gave, I'll be honest with you, Anika, they gave Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a 40% or a 41% approval rating for God's sakes. Wait, the older classic or the live one? The live action one. Really? The old, they were fantastic. The one from the 90s and also the one from the 2000s. That It was fantastic. It was definitely a well-made film. Yeah, well, Rotten Tomatoes, in my opinion, they don't know shit about movies, in my opinion. You know what? I actually have to agree with you on this one. Um, there's, there are some films that are definitely overlooked and underrated, and they just kind of give like that poor review. And I'm like... What are you guys talking about? That was actually a great film. Like, for example, um, there was one film, you know, it'll definitely come back to me, that they kind of gave like a really poor review of. I can't remember, but there's a lot of great ones. Oh, no. Oh. I, yeah, there there's so many uh, amazing movies that Rotten Tomatoes have actually given such a bad, bad review on. Um, as I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes, so this is how bad, in my opinion, they are. Um, they gave Titanic an 87% approval rating. And I'm just like, how do you like, how do you give a movie that's that good, that low? Because I consider that a low approval rating. It should have been in the nineties, but oh, I agree. Let me, let me look at rotten tomatoes, all time highest. Let's see. Rotten tomatoes. Highest, it's- highest movie rating because. I'm going to assume it's something stupid because reason, they never give any film hundred percent, man. Like, I don't know what film they ever gave this hundred percent. I just don't understand it. I, I don't. So let's see. You know, what's most important is definitely the story is the most important thing that they should definitely be looking for. Like not about critiquing, you know, with the lighting and special effects. I know like whatever, basically, like you gotta give filmmakers a chance, and you know, visual effects artists. Sometimes, yes, some of them don't do a great job, but you know, they're probably new in the industry. You know, people learn from. I feel like they have to give like decent uh, review, yeah. in my opinion. So apparently, the highest rated movie that they've ever get, so apparently, like the number one highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes, they gave it a ninety six percent, but it's the highest rated that they've ever given it for reviews is Black Panther. Oh my! Okay, that movie was no. That movie it was really good. Like that one was fantastic. I I, I finally I finally watched it. I finally finally watched it. Um, what did you, what did you think? I thought it was a brilliant freaking movie. I'm not into the hero superhero movies right now, unless it's a Batman movie. But holy god, that Black Panther movie was amazing. Yes, I totally agree, and I can't wait for um, the sequel to that one. Uh, I have a question for you. What do you think about the the Batman with Robert, Robert Pattinson, that film? Oh, I love that one. We actually commentated it just a couple months ago. 
I love that film. Actually, it was really good. I think he definitely portrayed Batman to the T. And I will say one thing. Oh, he played Edward Cullen, you know, in Twilight. I feel like him playing the vampire definitely kind of like gave him an mm-hmm. advantage to this film because Batman's supposed to be mysterious, you know? He's always he loves bats. So <laughs> that's my he's my like, two. He's like, good, go on, get out of here. First of all, I love the life lesson in this one is uh it, and, and and I I will always stand by it. I would I would honestly get it tattooed on me. It's everything is in the past. You can either run from it or learn from it. <laughs> oh my! Kept on like beeping again. Oh my gosh! Sorry about that. No problem. <laughs> You know what happens? My phone rings, and then it, I try to like end the call. Then this gets muted all of a sudden. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> boy. Oh, this is one of my favorite cinematography animation part. Like, I love this color. As uncle. <laughs> Be entertaining. All right. He's gamer from Battleman. Yes, run in the Savannah Desert. This is yeah, like right. I'm thinking to myself like, this place is not. Where's all this sand coming from? It looks like the the, the desert somewhere. Looks like somewhere the dunes out, out in California. Okay, that's definitely Arizona right there. You can tell it looks it looks it's desolate and full of death. (laughs) Seriously, just I'm trying to figure out how the hell do does a horrible king and hyenas get rid of every bit of food and every bit of water around there unless they're in unless they're in just in a terrible drought man they're like it looked like they're gonna die in this area man like there's like no food for them Mm-mm. Now we're starting to get all dramatic. We're starting to get like soap opera dramatic. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) For this? (laughs) Look at Pride Rock. It's like, I wonder how did Pride Rock just end up so. I don't know. Like, uh, first of all, how the hell did it form? That's yeah, a good was, question, in my opinion. It was nice and green and, and, and full of life, and now it's just like dried up. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. That's what I'm wondering. Like, how the hell do you go from how do you go from having a lush, green, and vibrant uh, home where food is plentiful, water is plentiful, then all of a sudden, within the span of a year, it's just full of death. Oh my gosh, man! It's like scars of parents alone like his his aura just... oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh okay 
my god look at their face they're like dinner <laughs> they look so happy they're like yes dinner they look like that they've eaten for months <laughs> first of all first of all i'm not gonna lie i would that's that's the one thing i'm actually looking forward to if i ever go to hawaii is actually going to uh, a pig barbecue Yes, or or boar or eating eating a wild either eating a wild pig or boar, because I've heard there that that the meat that that the wild pigs, I'll bite me asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. That's what I would say to him. I'd be like, eh, bite me. But uh, no, I've heard like the wild boar or pigs out in uh Hawaii are, the meat is very tender and juicy. Oh really? That's what I've heard. I don't. I don't know if it's true. I need to. I've never been to Hawaii before, but I know it's beautiful. Outside. Neither have I. I know it's expensive as hell, though. Oh, of course. Oh come on, dude! Really? Uh, you, you, no, yeah. I don't care if it's a lioness or what. You don't hit women. Sorry. No, um, that's a, that's a no no on my part. Man, I totally agree, man. He's a hermit. Scar's a hermit. He just wants like. <laughs> see that's the bad part when when sons are born is they do look like their dads <laughs> yes he looks so much like his father like i like... don't know there's there he he looks a, he doesn't look a whole lot about like mufasa you can definitely tell a little different yeah of course just a little bit. i would say the hair for sure gives away the hair mm -hmm. it's like number red but he's like a young lion, so it's so youthful. Oh my goodness, Scar. Mm -hmm. He's not gonna he's not gonna settle, man. He's not gonna settle. Ringside tickets, man. <laughs> Damn it, I missed it. I missed the opportunity to make a really good joke about politics and the president, and I missed it. <laughs> when he said you see them they think i'm king i feel like the president every time he go every time he goes around right now he's like you see all these people they think i'm the president <laughs> yes <laughs> this is the part when scar is so demonic in this moment mm -hmm. like this, this is this is where you know for most of the movies, Scar has been in control. He has been in control. This is where everything comes off the tracks. This is where the menacing villain officially comes out and he loses control. And I like the fact that he, well, I'm going to say enough. I like, well, here's the thing. I like the fact that Simba came here, but also I don't not, I do not like the fact that Scar is, making Simba into an enemy. Yeah, because it's just like, like, why are you putting Mufasa's death on him when it was an accident, but it, at the same time, it's also your fault? Yes. Uh, see, now that's now that's a big problem when it comes to heat drought. Oh my gosh. Look at it now. Like, the ground's like turned fire. Oh my gosh. I, I, yeah, the, yeah the, that is... Don't touch the floor. The floor is lava. <laughs> and here's where it all comes 
off the rails. Oh, shit. Okay. Now, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he leaped out. He's like, what? I'm innocent? No, hell no. He's like, uh-uh. He's like, you're going to blame me for my dad's death when you killed him? Oh, no. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Linus is oh yeah, they come together, yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> nice hit by Nala. I'm not even gonna lie. She smacked the crap out of him. <laughs> go Pumba, go to my own karate. <laughs> yes, Rafiki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Kung Fu. He's going yeah. he's going Bruce Lee on the asses. Yes. <laughs> I, like <that. laughs> I like how he came in making that sound. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one is like <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Pumba. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> overweight people when they are called fat <laughs> yes. Yes. oh my gosh because <laughs> here's the here's the thing look i can actually even admit that i'm overweight but if you're going to tell me that i'm fat you better believe i will i will release rage upon you that you will never re, re forget about it <laughs> <laughs> we know we're fat we don't need reminding people <laughs> exactly man we don't need like no, you know who also does that too, man? Stewie Griffin. He plays the trumpet. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> All right, Simba. Get him. <laughs> I wouldn't give a shit if you're family or not. You kill, You just killed an, You say, Wait a minute. You say mercy because you're family, yet you just killed your brother. Does that make a lot of sense? <laughs> No chance for you, Scar, man. You did it. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Just like we told him when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! God damn it! He just fight. He is. He fights dirty. Eat the, oh my god! Damn man, Simba. Simba is stronger, man. He's younger and more powerful than Scar is. Mm-hmm. Come on, Simba! Yes. Give I was going to say, Simba, you, or Scar, you're no match for Simba. You're old. He's young. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. That's like I'm the not, devil, man. <laughs> that, was, that was absolutely terrifying when I saw it uh, originally. I agree. Like That's just like coming out towards you. I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm glad he kicked him to the floor. And mm -hmm. now the highness are knowing, knowing that 
Yes, he broke the promises. The look of sheer terror on his face. <laughs> now, that's creepy as hell when you see characters actually have eyes and they don't have pupils. It's just one color. Yes. Yes, they know. Like They broke his promise. You know, they said that they're, they're going to eat and live happily. And now, now the place is on, on fire. How did I get on fire all of a sudden? Jeez. Now, real quickly, come on. How the hell? No, uh-uh. Th th there's no way. There's no way a rainstorm puts out a wildfire like that. If that was possible, California would never be on fire like it always is. Yes, I know. <laughs> Or, or Washington, for that matter. Washington and Oregon, both with... Uh, actually, yeah, Washington, Oregon, and California have wildfire problems a lot of the times. Washington? Really? I had no idea. I know the West Coast does. Wow. I don't know that. Yes. Simba, time to take your place at Pride Rock. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite scenes. Oh, I it's it's the most chilling scene in the entire movie to me because you start to smile, but you also start kind of like crying happy tears because he's finally at peace with the demons in his life. And he oh, and the music. Yes, it really it makes you feel things. And this is so moving as well, too. Very moving. And looking up at his father, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's always nice. Oh, wow. Sure. Give it a few months. Everything will return return to lush green. Good yes. Lord. Death Resort. All the zebras are back. For some reason, they were all gone for a while, man. Like, I guess if there's no grass, they will flee away. Well, I think every animal was leaving because every because it was just it was a drought. Yes. That's I the problem. Like, it, it during a drought, you will not see animals out in the safari. I'm I'm being truthfully honest with you, and I've known people who've been out there during droughts. They're smart. They when they know there's famine, they they will be the first to leave. <laughs> The zebras, the elephants, yes. And there's Aww. Simba's daughter. Aw. She's a combination of Nala and Simba, mm -hmm. but definitely more Nala, yes. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the Lion King. And I, I, I'm so happy that we did that one. I really am. This is actually really entertaining, yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, so... To me, this is, and also real quickly, ha huge shout out to Hans Zimmer, the composer for uh, all of the all of the orchestral music that it that got put together in this movie. Because again, um, go ahead and put your TV on mute. By the way, that way we can give the review. <laughs> yes, like Hans is a genius. Mm -hmm. Um, so getting back to the Titanic thing, you know, I, I also wanted to bring that up because, uh, you know. Uh, James Horner, James Horner did uh, the entire score to Titanic and 
that's another thing about like i said that's another thing about the these types of movies is that they can they can move you in a way that you never could imagine it and it and it has to do with the music yes. and the composing the composing uh director and the art of making movies that are that is that good and making movies with that great of orchestral music it makes the movie all so much better i totally agree when you have that goosebumps you know the music got you you know like yes mm-hmm. definitely all righty so uh before we get out of here we got to definitely give our movie reviews. So, uh, Anika, I'm going to let you go ahead and give this movie the score from one to ten in your review on this one first before mine. I'm definitely give The Lion King a nine and a half. The reason why nine and a half because just for that uh, dark scene between with um, Scar and Mufasa, how basically how he went. That that's the little part of my problem I have. But the overall animation. Um, atmosphere the music very moving i loved it you know what i'm gonna just go slightly i'm just gonna go one point higher than you i'm gonna give this movie a good a solid 9.6 you're absolutely right it was that chilling scene with scar mufasa and i feel like you know little kids who watch that movie it, it, i feel like they could get scarred i yes. feel like they could get scarred with that one but no this you know this is all a, a timeless an all-time greatest Walt Disney movie that has ever been made because um, at the time, animation was never expected to be this good. Yes. And it set numerous box office records. It set incredible records for an animated animation, animated motion picture. And, you know, I, I'm being honest, if this movie had gotten released nowadays, I feel like it would do just as well as it did in 1994. So a solid 9.6 from me, 9.5 from Anika. And uh, Anika, you know what? I feel like we need to do this here in another two weeks. We need to do another movie, but I'm going to let you choose the movie, the animated Walt Disney movie for us here in about two weeks. How's that sound? That sounds good. Okay, awesome. Yes, I'm all for that. <laughs> Definitely. I will suggest this though. Um, I think you use on your microphones. I think you use your headphone microphones. I do my, my beats by Dre. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's exactly why I hear the echo. Okay. So do you have a blue Yeti microphone? Actually, I don't have one. <laughs> I don't actually, I would, I would recommend you get one because I use one. It's the best microphone ever. And I, I and I've always loved it. Actually, too, I can also take off my headset as well, too, and I can probably talk from that, too. Oh, so. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. But anyway, uh, Aniga, I had a pleasure doing this movie with you, and I look forward here in about two weeks. You need to message me what the movie is be, be, here in about a few days because, of course, I got to make the link and everything. But Anika, I look forward to doing another brilliant animated movie with you. Absolutely. You too, Mike. All right, so for me and Anika, that's it for BS Commentaries. That's cut, print, and a wrap.